Dan, if you find my garbage can, let me know. <laughs> Your garbage can? Uh-oh. I think my garbage can is currently in Pennsylvania on its way on its <laughs> way to New Jersey, maybe. I don't know. We had a a huge set of storms come through. High winds, damaging winds, not like tornado stuff, like the people in the south experience. Nothing like that, but good heavens. I saw that. I saw there was a, a little weather event out there. Straight line winds and just yeah, ripping through Ohio, Pennsylvania, all over. Yeah, everyone woke up the next morning with someone else's garbage can. So mine is, I don't know, mine is on its way to, uh, <laughs> it's on its way to New York City. It's going to have to pay a toll on its way over the George Washington Bridge, I think. Did you, uh, did you have a power outage? I know there was power outage all over. Our whole county was out. We Our schools were closed on Monday. The storm came through Saturday afternoon through the evening. And the large proportion of our county was out and about half of it was out come Monday. So we had a lot of schools closed and I mean, damaging big trees, um, are in our downtown. Some of these, it's like an older downtown with these gigantic picture windows in the businesses, you know, those were blown out. Wow. Yeah, it was bad. Well, anytime there's, uh storm damage with trees being down you know what that means yeah it's a firewooders disneyland yeah there's firewood to be found easy pickings. i used to do that i used to do that oh i i still do <laughs> yeah <laughs> i though there's a lot of people out there where you can hear saws off in the distance everywhere you go yep saws and chip trucks chippers running there's right. constantly <laughs> Yeah, I used to do that quite a bit, and then now I've kind of changed to where I just go and help, like, Rick, and then he hauls the stuff back to my yard. Right. But I used to go with my truck and, you know, neighbors, limbs, and trees, and, yeah, it's... And everyone's always uh, appreciative of getting trees cleaned up out of their yard. Yeah, I know a guy, he, he charges people, you know, and he's not a tree service, but he just drives around and there'll be like a big tree in someone's front yard. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's not a he's not a real service. And I don't know what he does with the branches. I think cuz he he heats his house with wood and he's also yeah, I don't know, he just asks people to pay. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More uh -huh. power to him. Yeah, I remember doing that in the past though. When I was a wood I call it, you know, a wood scrounger or a wood monger. I was always out looking around for for stuff and this is the time of season two where if you if you wait you know after one of these big storms you go through in a couple days and the homeowner will have stacked it all out by his mailbox yes and there yes, you, can get, you can get the wood <laughs> without even getting your saw out it's already cut up for you right oh yeah i think that is that the universal sign for firewood if if the logs are stacked at a mailbox that means they're free, free for the takings. Generally, yes. Yep. That's the way yep. I see things too. But once I got into selling firewood, you know, there was a slow transition for me. I would still go find wood like that for sale and, you know, make it into sellable wood. Uh, but I don't know, when you get into so much volume, eh, you're wasting your time 
scrounging logs like that. And that's where I learned, you know, you just, you just got to buy them. I don't like spending money, but that's just the way it is. You, the more volume that you have, um, you know, driving out with a pickup truck and bringing it back in, I think you're, you're wasting your, your efforts. So it's better just to pay to have the wood brought to you. Right. And there's no consistency either. You're not going to be able to do that every weekend, go and find, you know, at some point. And then if you're spending all your time out wood hounding, looking for trees to bring back to your yard, that's time you're not processing. So there's always that balance. And yeah, sometimes, you know, you drive around for two hours and come back with a six foot branch. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not worth it. (laughs) That's an interesting term though, wood hounding. I never thought of that. I guess in a way. I don't know. I'm going to start using that term. That's yeah, pretty you're, cool. You're out hounding the wood, man. You're looking for it. It's like a, a wood hound. Like I could a coon be a hound. hound. <laughs> yeah, I could be a wood hound. All right. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'll th- I don't know. That's kind of a silly name. I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so you had Big Storm go. grow through. Anything else? Yeah. I mean, we last week we were off uh, for spring break. Many of our listeners noticed that we did not have an episode last yes. week. Yeah, and that came at an inopportune time. I haven't really promoted our podcast on my channel. I don't know why. There's no reason. I just, maybe I'm lazy. I don't know. But I finally <laughs> promoted our channel on, <laughs> or I promoted our podcast on my on one of my videos. And it just never dawned on me that we weren't putting up an episode the next the next week. So... <laughs> <laughs> if yeah. there was any bang for our buck we lost it <laughs> <laughs> well but there are you know there's a year's worth of episodes to tune in and check out so it's not like they wouldn't find something you know there's something there that they can listen to yeah and it seems that um so dan and i have a dashboard and we're able to see how many episodes are being downloaded and we always get a spike on wednesday that's when the new episode comes out but there is just like a constant level of activity throughout throughout the week. So we know and we appreciate all of our loyal listeners out there of uh, not just waiting on that new episode, but you're reviewing things from the past or um, putting them into your playlist while you're out cutting wood or stacking wood. Right. Yeah. Some people just find uh, searching, you know, for firewood, they find one episode maybe it was episode 20 and then that's where they start their journey and they either go back or they continue listening but yeah we have noticed that some weeks the new episode gets a lot of downloads but then other episodes also get a lot of downloads on wednesday for whatever reason yeah we like it yeah and and i uh i listen to them too though Uh, i listen to podcasts a lot i have a lot of varied interests i'm always looking but i like to listen some of the uh some of our discussions are kind of entertaining. It's fun to relive it. Yes, that one or two here and there. Hit and miss. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then we can we can strike up the entertainment chord a little bit, but Yeah. So did you do anything special for your spring break? Ah, yes. I was actually on spring break. Um the schools up here it was their spring break, so we went up to a indoor water park up in the Twin Cities. And let me tell you, climbing up flights of stairs to go down a water slide 
I had no idea muscles in my legs existed <laughs> that were sore the next few days. <laughs> you were feeling it, huh? Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's crazy. Wow. Was it crowded? Yeah, it was a little crowded. And I, and I think the other thing that contributed to it was just walking around barefoot. I think I walk different when I'm, you know, trying to like uh -huh. not slip and slide. I don't know. There's something to it, but. You should have wore your muck boots in there. <laughs> <laughs> but the little guy, he had a blast. It was a great, uh, great time just to get away and relax. And, and I did notice one thing, though. You know how you always talk about the value add and. You know, I, I saw this in practice at this water park. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, whatever you wanted, the cost of it was way more than you could get <laughs> outside the water park. You know, that we're is talking. called being a captive audience. Huh? Yes. So when people, you know, complain about firewood sellers jacking their prices up, hey, if people are paying your price, keep selling it. <laughs> Don't worry. It's crazy. Demand adjusted pricing. Yes. That's like at the Browns games, uh, like a can of beer, you know, costs like $14 you know, for a can of beer. <laughs> I know. And, and then people pay, pay it. Oh, it's amazing yeah. what people pay uh, or what you will pay under the certain circumstances. You right. Know? A Hershey's, a regular Hershey's chocolate bar, four fifty. Oh, for <laughs> crying out loud. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, if you if you've got the market for it and you've got the demand, sell whatever you can for as much as you can. That's I'm mm -hmm. I'm no longer into this park of you know where people were saying you're selling your firewood too much, you're ripping people off. Hey, Ugh. if people want to pay the price, I'm selling it. Uh huh. Well, other than that, it was a good little break, and now I'm getting ready for you know my next big adventure is coming up here in about one month. What is that? Well, I'm gonna be down in Ohio for an open house at a wood yard. You are? Yeah. Maybe you could stop over and visit me. Are you gonna be near my area? <laughs> <laughs> I will look you up. Yeah, I'm going down. There's a there's this uh this firewood supplier in the Mahoney Valley that you know yeah. delivers the best firewood in Ohio. Uh, that guy, he's a quack. <laughs> well, that's why I got to go see for myself <laughs> if this is a legit operation or not. <laughs> yeah, so we are hard at work and I I got multiple things going on all at the same time, you know. We're building the new wood yard, but I can't there's so much I can't do until the old wood yard is is put the put the bed. And I have just been just making firewood like a crazy person and the challenge is my high school helper he's a very hard worker he's in he's in baseball you know they got mm. practice every night he's uh taking pilot lessons he takes piano lessons he's a pianist in the church choir and he's got a lot of irons in the fire and i've been doing the bulk of this stacking too oh my gosh it's such a <laughs> making firewood is so much fun and i do enjoy stacking but i don't enjoy doing it all the time uh which is which is largely what i've been doing are you um are you are you thinking that what is it now yeah i think what four weeks are you feeling like your uh, schedule is 
planned out enough to where you have it down and everything's going to transition uh, the, over? <laughs> the, the, the big, um, the heavy lifting for me is getting all of these logs processed in the firewood. Um, and I've been, you know, still getting it stacked. I see the day might come where I just start dumping this stuff into a pile because I don't, what I'm trying to avoid is paying a certain log hauler to reload up all of these logs and take them over to the, you know, cause it's just, yep. Yep. That's just needless expense. So my goal is just to get everything made into firewood and get it stacked. And then I can just gleefully move the big red machine and the Easton made access over to the new wood yard and everything here is done. So I got one month pretty much now, one month and a few days, I got two full truckloads of logs to get processed, which is doable. But you know, then there's just a lot of stragglers, you know, there's always, a, yep. right, whenever you think you're done, it's just like when you're cutting up a tree, you know, and you're finally all done and you put your saw away and you turn around and there's that one branch that you forgot to cut up. It's just like that same thing, except these logs are like, you know, 20 feet long and 12 <laughs> inches in diameter. You're thinking, how did I, how did I not see this thing? Yep. And then you don't feel mm -hmm. like doing it and you're like, all right, I'll just get that tomorrow. No. And then tomorrow something else comes up and then, you know, discipline there. plays a large role in it, but I am here to tell you that phrase that you just said is, is a major major influence and that is i just don't feel like doing it yep. <laughs> you know there's you know everything's fun but it's not fun all the time and sometimes you just don't feel like doing it so um i had always followed my one rule which was i don't work in the rain and i think a lot of people would think that's for practical reasons but i think it's because i'm pretty uh pretty smart because that gives me half the year off <laughs> here and <laughs> here in Ohio, because it rains all the time, and we've had one of the rainiest marches on record. And ever, I think my water woes are well documented here at my old wood yard. And oh my gosh, what a mess! <laughs> what a mess! Everything, even my dry areas, are muddy. That's how bad it is. <laughs> but that's all going to go away at the new wood yard, right? Yeah, so uh, I don't know when this episode's going to come out, but this might be a spoiler alert. But, you know, we had some big damage over at the new wood yard because of the big storms that come through that my big, beautiful hoop house is, it's it's like a, it looks like a octopus got thrown into a blender. Oh, no. Yeah, it's, 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 it's scrap. It got ripped to shreds and... Um, the framework is all twisted into pretzels. I mean, it is, it's, it's junked. It really uh -oh. is. So I did a video on that. So I'm, I was up against it. And to all of our listeners out there, we almost didn't even do this episode for this week because um, we had no power here. <laughs> you know, And I just, I just couldn't even get over here to get the Wi-Fi on to do an episode because of all of the other mess that I got going on right now. It's, it was just a weird few days. The weather is just bizarre. And then the very next day it's sunshiny in the low sixties and not a, not a whisper of a wind. It's like the weather is just mocking us <laughs> for what, it, for what it's been doing to us, you know? Wow. So 
It's still though the 29th of April, right? The open house. Yeah, the, still... nothing there has been affected. Yeah, the party's still going on, guys. We are yeah. opening up on May 1st. The um, the open house was still on April 29th, and I wanted that hoop house because you know if it does rain, I wanted to stand underneath that so I could watch everyone stacking wood. You know, no sense of me getting my white helmet uh you know wet yeah no <laughs> yeah so uh that's uh there will probably not be a hoop house so that's that's gone but yeah everything else is on schedule the um we got a lot of work done if you want to see that you know check into my video uh for this week i i get some more updates on that and i just hope that you know some of this could be redundant but it's just the way it is you know i'm showing updates on the yard Yep. And then, um, you know, and then it's just all I'm doing is running that machine and working over at the new yard. Yeah. Getting, getting the, those log piles processed down so you can get ready for this big, the big venture in the new yard. It's exciting yeah, stuff. my big, my big takeaway from this whole thing, though, uh, it's the stacking is the bottleneck. It is. Yep. That's got to be, there's got to be, I got to address that at some point. I don't know. <laughs> and I don't know what the answer is. <laughs> and being cheap, you know, doesn't help me much. And, um, you know, my reliable high school help, you know, that's what I'm saying. These kids, they got a lot of, they get pulled in a lot of different directions. Yep. So, yeah, I've, yeah. I've, I've been seeing and hearing a lot of the topic of stacking and how a lot of people are st more and more people are looking at it as a waste of time and an unnecessary step, but I still think there's Ugh, value gosh. in doing it. It's you yeah, know, that it's, is just one hundred percent wrong. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you it depends on what you're doing with your wood. You know, if you're throwing it into a furnace and you don't care if it's muddy and moldy and it smells like garbage, you know, come fall, then do whatever you want with it. But you. There is not a better thing you can do to your firewood for value. And Dan, we still haven't discussed this about, you know, seasoned firewood and any obligation that a producer has towards selling it to their customers. But I'm stacking wood. There is no substitute. Every effort, every minute, every ounce of energy you put into stacking wood, you get it back. Yep. If totally. anyone ever says different, that uh, yeah, they're just they're just out to lunch on that. I, and I have always said, too, you know, I don't have strong opinions, but uh, <laughs> this one here, I'm because I've experienced it. You know, I I just know what it what it brings. Right, <laughs> and and I've seen you know people say I don't have the time, it's a waste of time. But yet they'll so they'll run their splitter for an hour and get a big pile of wood and then sit around and shoot the breeze for the next two hours when you know you could have just been stacking as well so if you, you it is a it's only a waste of time if you don't have the time to waste if that makes sense. you know like some people won't do something because they think it's a waste of time then they go sit on their couch for two hours when they had the time to put into it you know yeah yeah that was you had you gave me a flashback so i didn't uh -oh. know any better when i first got it when I first got started and I would process onto the ground and then I would pick it up into a wheelbarrow and then I would wheel it and stack it. And then it took me a while to figure out that this isn't 
the most efficient way to do it, you know? And I had my big, beautiful, well, it was beautiful then dump trailer sitting over there, uh, <laughs> collecting dust. And I thought, well, wait a second, you know? And that's when I came up with the idea, you don't process it onto the ground. So that's where the, the one byproduct of me stacking firewood is that the wood, at least our firewood never touches the ground. It yeah. goes into the dump trailer. The dump trailer is a big wheelbarrow and we take it over to the pallets and it's stacked. Yep. And same thing when it's loaded into the truck, you know, it goes right into the truck. Yep. I've been seeing a lot of that too lately. A lot of guys uh, on YouTube, just seeing videos of people running for a conveyor into their dump trailer. They drive the dump trailer to their stacking area and, you know, stack right out of it. Makes sense. But, but you need a dump trailer. <laughs> right. So <clears throat> I don't have dump, a dump trailers trailer. are a great invention. Great invention. Yes. Uh, uh, I think it's money well spent. <laughs> I also remember too, when I would go out and get firewood into the, in the woods, I, that was when I was friends with a lot of these farmers and they would just call me up, you know, we bulldoze some trees, go get them. It always, the, the most at risk I was and getting hurt was always unloading my truck because by then I was tired. I didn't feel like doing it. I just wanted to get all that wood out of the back of my truck. And I remember a number of times slipping and falling and tumbling out, you know, close yep. calls. And that's where I thought, you know, uh, the dump trailers were a lot cheaper back then. <laughs> and I was thinking, you know, the money that you spend on a dump trailer, I mean, it could be what you're going to spend on a broken ankle. <laughs> and it just made it seem like it was an easier purchase for me. So I did. That was how that was the logic behind my first dump trailer purchase. Yeah, unloading big rounds, you always end up with either a smashed finger or a smashed toe or something. Always happens mm -hmm. every time. Every well, day. they're easier to load too because they're lower to the ground. Yep. Yeah. You know, uh, when you learn that trick, I was watching a documentary on how the pyramids were built. And there were some of the techniques that they used on lifting those big heavy blocks or moving them around and that's where i came up with you know that idea on how to like load heavy big rounds into the back of your truck you'd build like a step system i would cut like a couple rounds shorter than the others so you could you know lip it and yep. pick it up and and tilt it up on top of the next round yeah it worked good or you can just call outside with shine and he'll just <laughs> throw them in the truck for you <laughs> He'd spin them on his finger like a basketball, and then. Yeah. So yeah, we're we're back from spring break, and we're ready to keep rocking and rolling. Like I said, I'm looking forward to this uh, in one month being down there at the new woodyard. I am looking forward to you coming, and I um, I have a flyer I'll be sending out to everyone. It'll have the address, but I want to you know have a good inventory of all the YouTube channels that are coming. And make this not just about Ohio Woodburner, but about everyone on YouTube. Yeah. And if you are listening and you are in the Northeast Ohio area, April 29th, 10 a.m., correct? Yeah, all day long, I think. Well, we'll probably end it at 3 uh, when I have a spa session I have to get to. <laughs> and, and, you, and you'll have more info up like on your videos on YouTube and and, yeah, and, local campgrounds, all the hotels and, and all. Because so, I was already, you know, I've been contacted by a number of people that are coming from out of town. People asking about airports and all. And I do know of some people coming from 
our neighboring country up north in Canada. Wow. Yeah, it should be a nice time. Is there a helipad in the new Woodyard? Can we land a helicopter? <laughs> Can I fly in? Well, there, yeah, there would be a nice, there's a nice open expanse. So that should be Sweet. okay. That's where the All hoop right. house used to stand. I know that you uh, you have a lot to do, so we should probably let you get going here and and get your work done. Well, I was looking forward to getting back in the saddle here at the podcast. It was nice to have a week off, but, you know, you're still still liking to uh, have this time of the week to hang out and shoot the breeze with you. Yes. Indeed. Well, Dan, what do you think? We strike up the band and let's get out of here, huh? Yeah. Thanks again, everyone, for tuning in to the number one firewood podcast in the world, The Woodhounds. That's right. And we want to thank everyone for listening. And if you haven't done so, please give us a five-star rating on the platform that you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that. And that is great for the uh metrics on how podcasts are rated yes all right well joe you go get to work and get all that stuff ready okay and dan you get back to whatever you were doing i was doing nothing (laughs) (laughs) so i'll get back to that (laughs) okay that's hilarious all right everyone dan why don't you uh stay cool and be fun and have a great day. day.